What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Welcome to Moving the Money Gets episode 81. 81. We're here and we've already just begun. Usually we do a bit of minute of pre-chat, don't we, Steve? But just want to get into it, to be honest. What's going on? They haven't even got their trousers off yet, I know. Whose trousers? Hey, is it a bloke's trousers? Are you fucking around? Your missus with, with lads, with loads of lads. What's going on, no, lad? Oh, no. There we go. All right, Looking at the groins of other men. Packages. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. Oh, Nothing no. wrong with uh, being part of or adjunct to or whatever of the LGBTQ plus lifestyles and cultures because they are rich in and of themselves. It's weird, isn't it, talking about stuff like that because as someone who's, you know, we're fairly liberal lads, aren't we? We're just a couple of liberal lads, that's how. Just a couple just of working couple class. Of lads, yeah. That's us, a few parts at weekend, but we're serving Navy because we're hard, but we've got, we're like, you know, like dead intense, that. Anyway, um, yeah, but it's hard to talk about that stuff because Twitter and social media makes it just crazy, doesn't it? What, what, what the LGBT just conversation, yeah, about oh, anything. Yeah. Like, as as left leaning people, you want to like be all about things, you know. But um, there are elements of movements that are fairly insane. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean. I think all it's of them bad. are. Aren't they? It's all yeah. over the place. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, yeah, especially if you're trying to converse over social media, it's not the place to be no. trying to be social, is it? Social I don't think media. it's possible, is it? It's not possible to change someone's mind via social media. I don't no. think. I no. don't think my mind's ever been changed. Like, the things I see on Twitter, I still think, yeah, I basically agree with that. Mm. Like, not only the right subject, but generally, vaguely, the right take on a subject or the take that I can... You know what I mean? Like... The algorithm is is good, don't get me wrong, Um, but it is not an algorithm for feeding your mind. It's for feeding off your mind with money, money from your mind, from your pocket, lad. So, yeah, it is like the internet could be, and as a reader of science fiction, as you are, technology could be so many different things, but the version we've got is just fairly shit capitalism. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like everything yeah. is just kind of shit capitalism. Yeah. You know, my favourite people are... Um, or, well, not really, but um, I like I like the ones that say, "Why would you even start commenting on this without doing some research first? And it's like <laughs> because you can be asked, really. Yeah. You've gone yeah. somewhere that types in a hundred and what is it, eighty characters? Two eighty now, I think. Yeah. Right, right, okay. 
Well, you know, maybe like... It's still not even like, a short story, is it? It's barely even a limerick. If you're um, logging on for a decent like take on something, you probably yeah. just log right off again, to be honest, and pick up a book. Yeah, yeah. and the stuff that isn't like really ridiculously political and divisive is just really bland things advertised at you like people's personal accounts like a celebrity's accounts that are just like a comedian hey come and see me in illinois yeah. in november yeah. and we'll have a i saw a thing for <clears throat> nate bargatze who's um american comedian who's playing some theater in vancouver in may and i've heard good things about him but i saw the the advert on facebook just like a picture and i was just scrolling past and like fuck off why am I, why do i have to look at you nate bargatze i'm not going to come and see your probably fine stand-up comedy it's like i don't know i guess i don't have the killer instinct the salesman's instinct how are you darling um what do you think steve you're quite aggressive in the commercial world aren't you I am, yeah. I'm, I, I operate in the commercial world, don't I? So I better watch my mouth. I better watch my fucking hold my tongue. Um, yeah, yeah. But I will say this: that I do actively go out of my way not to purchase anything that interrupts my any YouTube video I watch. I, I, I yeah. do try and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that is that is on par with um, the cookies pop up, isn't it? Like as yeah. far as things yeah, that yeah. just need to go into the fucking should be fire. outlawed. Yeah, yeah. Fire we should all be able to agree on that. Even like North Korea and Putin, you know, we should all be able to agree that, yeah. I think we do. I, mean, I think we do. The phone think... is YouTube plus other stuff, isn't it? YouTube plus a bit of texting. Um, <laughs> that's basically all a phone should be. Um, and again, YouTube is also the best and worst place on the internet because you can find anything you want. But the worst thing about YouTube, you can find anything you want. <laughs> you know, like every available topic, derivation from and twist about um has already been done and we've only it's, to, it's only been a few years my god um, do, you, do you know what so, like, yeah. as well is like the cookies pop up is one of the worst things i think to happen in like the last five years or whatever it is um yeah but in my lifetime it's what it's like it's like going in trying to go shopping and every time you go into a shop there's a cunt with a clipboard going hold on read this <laughs> <laughs> read this no further read this please do you like these ones do you not like these ones would and you like um, to reject all and it's not even like the cookies are gardening anything. okay it's gardening my it's gardening not gardening oh my god Alan Titchmarsh oh my god mad Paul you're mad um, it's not only it protects my personal information I guess but the thing is, I don't really mind if anyone knows that I looked up a fact about X-Men 2. You know, like, I'm on the internet, I'm not doing much. Let's just say, I'm on it all day. I'm not doing a great deal. Put it this way, I, I'm still getting the weirdest fucking cold calls in the world. That hasn't halted since I've started rejecting all cookies. I'm still getting, like, <laughs> just, like, th- like three and a half seconds of... <laughs> hello, 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 Mr. Greaves, Greaves. You know, um, and that kind of stuff. My God, um, yeah, so from God knows where, just bringing yeah. me from the dark web somewhere. Um, Probably, maybe uh, Bossman's poultry has been doing quite well because the Bossman recently came into receivership of lots of ca- money, cash, money that he got from winning a bet. He won a big bet on a football game, game, and it wasn't a bank. 
rob rob it wasn't a bank robbery so i wouldn't why would i even say that um but he just yeah, says Aka. whenever i ask him where he got his money from he just says Aka. that's all he says <laughs> Boss man, a, uh, a, a, a sponsor of this show. Um, he, um, boss man's chicken. And, and he will tap his nose with his index finger and just say, let's just say I know a few things, and then he'll try and sell you some coke or chi- you know, chicken or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, what a lucky man. I tell you, it's not my coke, favorite... it's Daz. It's Daz. There's a bit of coke in there. I've, I think, I've I think tried it. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. A few times. That's the thing about drugs. That's the class thing in the wire, isn't it? That when Stringer Bell goes and does his, like his business MBA that he's doing or whatever, and um, he talks to the tutor after school, um, and he realizes that he can make more money selling shit drugs, uh, selling lower products yeah. than higher quality, uh, and yeah. just starts raking it in. Sometimes the world is that cold. Um, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, what what's what's going on with you then? Anything of of note? It's Sunday, in no, it's Monday. It's Monday, Monday. the day for really me. bloody Monday. It's yeah. Monday night for Steve. Um, mm. What is what's going on? Um, just Monday, typical Monday, really. Mm. Um, just Monday, just a typical standard Monday, Monday affair. Um, mm. I made some scones, some more scones. Um, oh, because I'm what I'm we trying to currants. Uh, yeah, currants. Lovely, lovely currants. Just some yeah. currants and scones. Wow, that's um, lovely. Now look at that. Is it that absolutely lovely? Mm. Currants. Now look, look. Now look how we're there. Now not there, not there. Sorry, anyway. Um, no, it's fine. And um, it's just some whipped cream and jam to go in them. Um, oh. Traumatised my son the other week by trying telling him to close his eyes. I think I might mention this and try to fire the whipped cream into his mouth. Um, and apparently three-year-olds don't like that. Um, they don't like the element of surprise. I kind of yeah, forgot about yeah, yeah. that, about three-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. They need the, gastronomic the, certainty at all yeah, times. They, they're up for anything. <laughs> don't, maybe don't spring it on them. Maybe don't fucking, <laughs> even, even if it's a good thing, maybe even especially if it's a good thing, yeah. uh, they are that volatile emotionally. Yeah. Especially it's propelled via gas into their faces. They don't <laughs> well, like it, indeed. apparently. There is an element of force. Uh, yeah, fair enough, yeah. But I've started. I've I've started on eating healthier today, and I've been out for a run this morning because I'm trying to get beach ready for Barcelona. I've booked Barcelona. The flights oh. are booked. I'm ready what? to go in May. Mm. I'm going to the Barca. Listeners out there, what are we thinking of the phrase "booked Barcelona"? No, I don't like that at all. I think that's far too familiar. Barcelona is not your friend. You speak. You know, I have booked a trip. No, to, the, to Barcelona. You know, the city is, in, in Spain. No, no, in Barca is my friend. Is, um, it your, is it your mate? Have you well, kissed, it's kissed it? Maya's best mate. No, but it's Maya's best mate who lives out there in the suburbs. Mm. So I will be residing in the suburbs oh. of Barca. A couple of nights this, in the hotel, but the rest of the time in the burbs, living amongst This it. is a nice wrinkle. And that's why Airbnb is class in it, is because yeah. it just blows the whole fucking game open. I mean, obviously you're mm. not you're staying with a friend, but to, to be able to stay in a neighbourhood somewhere, that's the best. And like... Anytime I've been in a city, it's always the bits outside that are good. You know, yeah. you have to like look on the fringes and stuff because that's where interesting stuff happens. You know, and I get with, with London, I guess every corner is kind of an interesting corner, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. these interesting corners. Yeah, man, look at these. Absolutely fucking, I'm sorry, but absolutely fucking wonderful. Absolute one of cunt. Um, uh, beautiful. Um, Vancouver's so, interesting yeah. though as well, isn't it? Like, because yeah. I, I stayed in um, downtown Vancouver in a hostel. Um, Were you on Davy Street or Granville Street? So. Or you, yeah. yeah, Granville. 
Granville. It was oh, in Granville. And I saw, I saw this, um, I saw this young girl. I remember it blew my mind because I was like, "That is cool as fuck." She, she was cro- she was at crossing from the other side of the road, and she had a shaved head, and she she just had a top off. She had nothing on. She was just wearing a pair of cuffs and some sounds like Doc like, Martins. Sounds like that, Ivan. But it looked so fucking natural and cool. I was like, she's yeah, like yeah. proper got a jebs out, and it's like just yeah. the most natural thing in the world, and it looks jabs, cool as fuck. Jebs, jebs. And you began the chant like a Roman, <laughs> like a Roman centurion. Yeah. On my on my order, unleash bants. Hashtag bants, guys. Come on. Will you fucking sit down? You can fucking drive it. Oh my god. Last again. <laughs> Came here to get away from these brutes. Stay on tour. Yeah, that was good, man. That was good seeing you out here in the BC. And uh, yeah, BC is well interesting. Um, but yes, yeah, cities. I'm done with cities now. I don't think I can handle people, noise, traffic, uh, spitting mm. and and the, uh, smells. And, and I just know I need wilderness. For me, no. Oh, no. Me, oh, fuck it. I'm not scan. No, forget it. I'm not going watching the darts. No, I'm not scan. Oh, I can't even think nothing. Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I've still got my family out. I'm fucking knackered. Um, I'm staying up with them, having a laugh, and then I'm getting at least two hours of football managering every fucking. Day. <laughs> um, I love that. I love last it. Last night, yeah, I played football manager for two hours, and I think I played two games in two hours. Um, yeah. Cause I just slow down and like, I, you know what I do? I use the old 2d, um, image. I don't do the 3d match engine. I do the old 2d match engine oh, with the circles, yeah. you know, moving around. But that's well better though, isn't it? Cause that's you see the whole pitch then you see the whole game yeah. then anyway. And it's the better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just can't I start once I've popped sprinkles. Um, yeah. Um, but it's good. I like getting lost in a video gammy because it's just mm. an alternate world to live in, in it with you, with your brain and you, and you that's yeah, I was gonna say I like it when um when when you have the upheaval of sort of like when you know upheaval, but you know when you've got house guests and stuff that come yeah, over yeah. and you still try That's to squeeze like even yeah. though they consume quite a bit of your time, you still try to squeeze in those little bit of hours of me time Until to your own the detriment. Squeak, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I get to I get to about half past midnight every night, and I've not played my first game on football. I've been playing for an hour just doing shit. Um, and then I think, oh, I should kind of go to bed now. But then I think, well, but I'll be fucking knackered in the morning anyway. So I could have a, an hour less sleep, an hour more living, and just roll the bones on that. And, it, you know, I think it's usually a good choice. Because I was up early and everything, made breakfast. Mm. Delicious breakfast for anyone, uh, for everyone. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and that's it, really. We're off to Victoria tomorrow. Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah, you were saying that's we're why we're doing this boat. a day earlier than we normally do. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so big boat so for nice. me. We go might drive. See some whales. That'd be nice. Some, yeah, or the rapper Wally. We might see him. Um, yeah, going to Victoria. And my mum and dad like a good shuffle around. Um, they like pointing. I've said this before. My dad's a big pointer. Uh, they like silly things. Wait, they like so Victoria's Vancouver things. Island, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we drive, it's like 45 minute drive to the ferry and I drive like a fucking madman. So we'll get there very fast. Um, Fast lane, baby. Um, FLB, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, 45 minutes there, then the ferry takes an hour and a half and then it's another, say, 20 minutes to drive to Lotel. Um, And uh, a couple of blocks from the hotel where we're staying, 
there's the Victoria Bug Museum. So I think we're going to go to the fucking Bug Museum. Mm, that'd be nice, though. That'd be nice. Should be a laugh. Yeah, get yeah. a nice cappuccino. You're going to see the little, um, the little boat village there as well, because there's that little village, isn't there, where all the houseboats are, and the fuck it is. I love that little place. Oh, is that right? You know, I've never been to Victoria. It's my first time. I've driven oh, through it, but I've okay. not actually been there. Yeah, I've only kind of driven through it a couple of times, a bit because I've been to other places on the island, um, yeah. Tofino and stuff. Um, so yeah, no, that'd be good because you had a couple of days here and there. They take him here. They take him there. You, I watched, you had it like two or three days in a couple of places. Five. Places I did. I watched the 2014 World Cup final on, in Victoria in my own. Very nice. Uh, on my own in a Very um, nice. because I was, you know, because um, I, I went. Uh, yeah, because there was like no pubs to watch it. There's no Witherspoons in Canada, believe it or not, which is mm. mad, isn't it? And then. Um, so you have to go to a restaurant where they got the game because you have to eat and drink everywhere else in the world. Um, <clears throat> so I I, uh, I nursed a piece of cheesecake for about an yes. hour and ordered about Lovely like stuff. six pints. Um, yeah, yeah. Just on you my know, own watching the game. There is nothing. Um, <coughs> Sorry. I, I have fairly strict conditions, but if those conditions are met, being in a pub alone is like a sacred thing. Um, oh, and there's two good kinds of pub alone drinking. One is early on in the daytime when there's no one in and it's quiet and you just get a bit hammered about 12. And the other one is watching a football gammy or game. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you have something you can focus on and you've got your phone as well, you're basically bulletproof then, aren't you? You're like, whatever <laughs> happens, telly, 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 half time, phone, 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 look up at telly sometimes, watch highlights, but phone, 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 phone. have a piss, phone. And then back to telly, telly. So as long as you can bounce between two things, you know, mm-hmm. um, you are golden. Um, was that the um, the Germany one? Germany, Germany Argentina, wasn't it? Germany, Argentina, yeah. that was it, yeah. Aye, it was, because I, I had a lovely breakfast in the morning as well that was a potato pancakes and sausages oh. with hollandaise sauce because it was a German special, uh, bratwurst. And I went to a flea market and I bought yeah. a Ray Bradbury Illustrated Man and mm. a um, Philip K. Dick, The Penultimate Truth from a Very flea good. market, lovely little books. Um, yeah. And I remember the guy said to me, he was like, hey, hey you can have these for like, uh, let's call it, let's call it uh, $2, eh? And um, I, I was You've like... You've got a deal, buddy. You've got a no, fucking no, deal. No, 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 because I, I was like... Up. No, I was in my, uh, you know, my sort of no, insecure sort of like mid 20s kind of thing and i was just yeah. like you know just just call it three quid it says three quid on the label please just take my money <laughs> i don't want to have i don't want to get into okay you've got the bigger dick i'm sorry i'm sorry please just take my money i don't want to get into this with you i, I don't I, I don't want to be a friend but i just want to leave little residue gumdrops of friendship wherever i go and you should be just a good friend of you it's been nice and lovely lovely seeing you yeah, you, and then you're crying. You've fallen in love with the man in a covered market on vacation, and you'll never ever see him again. But you love him in that moment, Steve. You love him, and maybe I would too. Um, we were on uh, Granville Island in Vancouver last week, uh, one day last week. Good food and, market. Uh, very good food market. I had a wet burrito, which is a burrito. And then instead of putting sauce inside, they just fucking dump everything on top. So they dump beans on top. They dump salsa verde, spicy, um, sour cream on top. And then you just eat the bastard with a knife and fork. And it comes in like a 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Styro- not a styrofoam tub, but like a, you know, like a paper tub. Yeah. And like shit cutlery. But it's like all part of the... You know what I mean? When you're eating yeah, yeah. great fresh cooked food with like shitty plastic cutlery, it somehow it, makes it, it better does. in a certain way. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Stank on it. Yeah, a little bit stank. A little bit stank, yeah. Just a wee bit. Um, So, yeah, so it's good, man. It's nice to see places, the places that we meet. I'm going to call this bit Paul's Places where we are to meet. Uh, And it'll be about all my travels around, looking at stuff and looking at other stuff. Um, Yeah, so Barcelona, how long are you going for then? So two days in a hotel and what are you having three or four days with the friend? Yeah, that's right. Um, I've um, I've already seen the gaff as well because um, she moved in and sent Maya a video um, not not long ago of her new yeah. of a new house, and it's already sort of like. Did you say of her nuke? A new house. <laughs> did no, but you, didn't you misspeak? You went no, nuke, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> I think if I rewind VT, when I rewind VT, let the record, you know what I mean, state dictate. Um, <clears throat> I've got a so me um, but um, oh, I F and the T. Yeah, and uh, it's a little bit annoying because it's it's like I, again you'll get this. You obviously have this in Canada as well because I remember going on on the way to uh, Vancouver Island, seeing yeah. all these houses, and then uh, and the Canadian sort of uh, bus driver point out that the million dollar houses, and I was just like, so yeah. it's like five hundred k over here. That, that's that's about yeah. the price of a flat I live in now. Um, mm-hmm. The mansion um, yeah. that I was seeing in Vancouver, and yeah, I, I've I've seen uh, the house that we're staying in in Barcelona, and it looks like fucking Pablo Escobar's compound, and it's about uh, like fucking seventy grand or whatever it was the fuck they paid for it. I don't know, Good but Lord. nothing compared to what it's over here. It's got like t- three floors on it and all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, can't wait to stay it's, there. It's gonna be lovely. It's mad as well. I don't know because parts of Britain being so expensive. And you look around and you're like, some of this is really good, but is this kind of a collective delusion where we've all just decided that this is the price of this land, but actually it should be about a fifth of what it is? Well, because yeah. we just all accept, because we're all terrified of missing out, so we all just accept the collective delusion that property can be whatever you want it to be. You know, I don't. There's, Vancouver's like insane. The property prices are just. Yeah, there's a couple of millennials I think at the moment who, mm. uh, like myself, are sort of meerkatting over at this like Russian conflict yeah, yeah. at the moment, watching the rubles go down. Because in London, once those rubles hit rock bottom, baby, then you know we're hoping that there's going to be a chain reaction and that yeah. the uh, living in the middle prices are going to plummet. That was, that was the sound of plummeting. That's the going um, down of it. Like when you're on a roller coaster, a roller coaster. Uh, well. Just Google, don't actually, but the British government, the current Boris Johnson British government has very strange relationships with Russian money and Russian power. Let's just say there's probably a piss tape of Boris Johnson in Vladdy P's little safe. Like Biff Tannen. 
he's beyond it already. He, that's the thing with Boris Johnson and Trump, like because Trump's got the Christianity thing over there. Johnson's yeah. like completely. He's more Teflon than Donald Trump, which is unbelievable in a way. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Everybody expects Boris Johnson to have a tape, but we're we're waiting for something else to come out basically over there. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, um, it's this the uh, it's like the curse of the second you know second album curse. It's like right, well you've done that. What else can you come up with? You know, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, a man who has question mark children. Um, yeah. Anyway, very odd, very odd. Especially and Boris Johnson himself, obviously former foreign secretary as well. Very mm. strange. Large amounts of Russian cash passing very close to his eyes and hands, let's just say, over the last 20 years. His chubby uh, little fingers m- have been maybe. ringing. They have been he's ringing his chubby little hands. One or two bills. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. It's really <clears> weird. <throat> and that's. And I, I get people who, um, you know, people who don't like kind of big global solutions to things. I go, oh my God, you, I don't need it for that, my God. I don't need nothing I've done for and the fucking that man of fucking wealth the fucking coming out there this fucking year. Um, but the thing they miss is that, like, the world is a global place now, and I think we need mm. some global solutions to stuff like <clears throat> money and people like Vladimir Putin. You yeah. need kind of, I think we need to sort stuff out a bit, don't we? And like Zuckerberg hanging around with his bowl, you know, start- his bowl haircut, his Mr. Spock haircut. Yeah. The, the, we need to start eating some rich people, don't we? I think, I think, I think that's what yeah. got, uh, needs well, to be done. We need a bit I of a purge, let's say. Um, yeah. It needs but, to be um, well. Anyway, the only way you do it, I'm just going to state, I'm going to mime the gun against someone's head because I think you actually have to start shooting some people, basically now. <laughs> I, especially I do not condone this but in I'm any way. I'm not saying this to the audience because I've paused, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm doing the that, the finger thing. Um, well, it's, yeah. it's like in London as well. Just one more example is there's loads of weird fucking buildings in London now because basically mm. when Boris was mayor, it was open season to whatever you wanted to bribe him to fucking build. It, it mm-hmm. got built. So there's yeah. like fucking skyscrapers. Sh- sh- like yeah. the fucking old woman in the shoe and all that kind of shit. Now it's like it's really weird. There's like a lot of weird shit going on. But those buildings presumably <clears throat> are in use of some kind, right? Or do any of them lie fallow? I think so. I don't know. I don't like you go past them and they all look empty. It's like it could just be right. a giant facade, like the fucking yeah, Truman yeah. Show or something. I have no yeah, idea yeah. what's going on inside. Yeah. I don't think anyone does. Because hmm. <clears throat> the thing, yeah, anyway, I don't know. People think about like money, especially like people, like I don't know, anyway. But it's all of a piece, like you get this because of the structures that we're governed by and the laws that we make. Like the worst stuff that happens is all legal, you know, especially with money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, like, <clears throat> the Tony Sopranos of the world are what they are, but um, I don't know. Uh, I don't well, it's like this government at the moment that we've got over here, basically, if anyone said to them, you can't do that, that's illegal, they've gone, oh, all right, well, we'll just make it not, we'll make it that's legal then. <laughs> and that's it, it's, we'll end that matter right there. That's uh, that's done. Hello, my darling, yes, what is it? You're all right, darling, Eddie, what's that? What I was going to do a bit, I'm going, fuck it, I've bailed. <laughs> I <can't remember. laughs> I'm cutting that bit. I'll cut that bit out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, we're talking duck soup today. This was one of Steve's wrecks for mm. the month of February. Yeah, I, I, I can already see the, uh, the disgust on your face, the contortion well, there. Well, I, 
I did I, I did wonder like why am I watching this and then I watched it I only finished it like an hour ago maybe two hours ago and it was actually really really good and it was really really funny I thought it was well good um, and uh, but yeah I just it was just a bolt out of the blue it was one of Steve's bolts from the blue um, it was it was a bit which I we've got a theme tune for and I don't know which of us wants to sing it um, I'll sing you? it yeah yeah you sing the theme tune first yeah. Steve's bolts from the blue you like a bolt out the blue You kept me so true When I came looking for you And then you were like a bolt out the blue And then there's the, the trombone solo <laughs> Incredible, take it away, take it away Bring it back, bring it back dad Please, please, that's my favourite favorite doll please i'm sorry i play with dolls but please don't throw that one away because that's my favorite doll daddy um sorry i was just uh, having a dream when you're awake anyway um so duck suit was good i liked it a lot and this was very um i can see the influence on stuff yeah like everything really like <clears throat> borat monty python airplane. simpsons fucking uh, airplane but then it's also I saw Billy Madison like, as well. Billy yeah, Madison's in there. Billy Madison with Groucho yeah, true, yeah. making a mock of high society. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. You know? so, yeah, it's well good. But I don't know how much I have to say about it. What do you have to say? You tell us why. Then you tell us why you've done your bolts out of the blue. Well, I, well, firstly because I was like, all right, admittedly, I didn't, I'm not going to do some kind of like sociological fucking comparison to what's going on now. But I, f- I think it is quite sort of um you know I, I picked a film basically because the synopsis is and there's not really much of one but mm-hmm. um it's about an idiot who becomes leader of a country and goes to war over absolutely nothing isn't it basically um, yes and um it's just i think even now i don't think there's um a much better sort of satire of the sort of um how people go, how countries end up finding themselves in the situations of war. I think this kind of boils it down to basically what it's all about, you know, mm-hmm. um, just petty grievances that sort of just uh, just blow up by like people that are just sort of like well in their own little world. And yeah, yeah, uh, not asked yeah. either. It's not that no. they don't see the consequences of what they do; they're just not asked. Yeah, they're they're like, like, yeah. base. Uh, yeah, it's so good. And I'm going to get the names wrong. So Groucho's the main guy, isn't he? And Groucho's the main guy. Yeah. Hippo uh, and Chicharito. Who was the other guys again? There's uh, Harpo and Chico. Uh, Harpo is the one that never talks. Uh, Chico talks. talks way too H&T. much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually, and yeah, come on, I usually watch the the film on my own, but I watch the first half of this and then I just put it on the TV for everyone and oh, you know, nice, kids yeah. and my mum and dad and say, "Oh, I just watched it. It's fucking, it's good." And Ennis oh, actually good. really liked it. The, my seven year old, he um, he was vibing with it, as they say mm. for you know uh, Megan the Stallion uh, and all the big singers of the Drake and the singers of the day. <clears throat> they carry the day, and they do carry the day, don't they? They really do mm-hmm. uh, carry the you know day. So when did you first see Duck Soup? Oh, sorry, um, probably about I don't know, it's about ten years ago or something. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those things where I was like, I got a Marx box set because I was being a bit of a prick because I was thinking, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into silent films now. And I, I never <laughs> did. 
and Mark's brothers aren't Simon films. Um, but yeah. I, I, uh, I put duck soup on, um, and I, I was laughing my balls off, which I didn't think I, I thought I'll enjoy this film. And then I can say I've watched it. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I ended yeah. up watching it and laughing my balls off. And, um, yeah. it was, yeah. Um, and like I say, it's nearly hundreds of years old. Nearly hundred years old. <laughs> oh, don't touch me. I'm nearly hundred years old. Yeah. It is. Um, it's, ni- it's like 90 years old, isn't it? And it's yeah, yeah. really funny. Like I say, a seven-year-old just watched it and thought it was funny. That's really cool. That's really so cool. Cause I want to show it my son soon, in, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a few couple of years. Um, but also as well, the other reason was I see a lot, a lot of bottom in this film, which we're going to come on to this month. Yeah. We're going to talk yeah, about bottom. True. And there's yeah, a lot true. of sort of bottom yeah. humour in this film, yeah. especially with Harpo. Because um, yeah. Harpo is really, I love Harpo. <laughs> yeah. I love that, so... whole, that whole bit with the peanut stand is one of my favourite <laughs> yes. scenes where he keeps yeah. getting people to hold his leg. For some reason, that just gets me every single time yeah. he manages to get somebody to hold his leg. And it's just relentless as well. It just doesn't stop. Like and Groucho like, is, yeah, it's just like, Groucho's verbal, like a verbal joke machine gun who just yeah. every line is just fucking like, patter, 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 fucking yeah, patter, yeah. patter, patter. Yeah. And every then, space uh, is a gag. Ba- yeah, barely basically. connected to the events going around him yeah <laughs> he's almost an anti-hero he's almost like an antagonist actually because he's always just trying to stop the plot in every scene <laughs> and and the other characters and scenes have to like fight to get the words out because he just wants to riff yeah so the, and then like you say harpo's the other end and then what's his name rizzo the rat the one in Chico. the middle he ties it together and he plays what's his character Chicolini what is it he's called Chicolini yeah Chicolini that's a funny name Um, (laughs) and he's like a grifter so you've got Groucho who's like an agent of chaos and he's like ego driven it's almost like a Borat but if Borat was actually in on it kind of thing I don't know Um, and then you've got um, the middle one uh, Michiko Latino um, Mm -hmm. and he's a grifter yeah and uh, the character of a grifter is always funny and I think TV shows have lost a bit of that grifter spirit. There's not many comedies yeah. about grifter. Well, maybe there are the Trailer Park Boys, I guess. Maybe yeah, uh, Always yeah. Sunny in Philadelphia is a kind of grifter, but kind of that old school um, American wisecracking grifter is quite a distinct character, anyway. And it's mm-hmm. um, it's well good. It's just and great. there's Zeppo like as well. All three of them. Zeppo Marks as well. He he is um, Groucho's secretary. He always plays the straight character, um, uh, and is. But apparently, he was the funniest one behind the Ooh. behind the uh, off camera. Summit, when you think about it, you wouldn't think of it, would you? Why would you think? Even if you did know it, and even if it were true, it's the most inconsequential piece of information. So interesting, you think about it, and you sit down, and you favorite, fucking lie down. Who's your favourite? Is it Groucho? Yeah, Groucho's pretty funny. What about what about Apo? Apo's funny isn't it? with his physical humour and the silence. Yeah. What about what about Chico? Yeah, he's he's, he's mouthy and he's a bit of a grifter. Yeah, yeah. You know who the funniest one was though. You know who it was, you know who it was though. I don't. It was Zeppo, mate. It was Zeppo. Yeah. You were wrong, mate. It was Zeppo. Don't you feel like a cunt laughing at all of them now and not Uh, knowing that Zeppo was the funniest one? I just need to leave. (laughs) Barring the exit, but the old men like that always bar the exit because they don't just want to have a. They don't just want to intimidate you. They also want to bore you as well. Um, But um, yeah, um, really good actors doing great things, and um, 
Yeah, it was just really funny. There's not much to kind of like critique because, no. the, but there's like some great lines Groucho says to a woman, um, and you have to say it fast or it's not funny. He says, uh, "Hey, nice to meet you." Uh, hey, nice to meet you. Do you want to marry me? Do you have a lot of money? Answer the second one first. <laughs> I think it's just like the funniest thing. He's like intentionally doing things out of, like I say, just constantly trying to fuck everything up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is this and the best one of them, the Marx Brothers? I, Go on, sorry, we're going to say something. No, I was just going to say for uh, one of the funniest things, and it's like I laugh my bollocks at every single time, mm. is towards the end when they go to war. And Groucho just keeps appearing in different uniforms. Yeah, it's just yeah. really, really, really funny. He's wearing a Davy Crockett hat for no reason, and then Harpo just cuts it off because Harpo's just like gets off on cutting things with scissors. Harpo, Harpo is like unrestrained sexual energy for the entire thing. He's so nakedly lustful. He's such a. He's so good. It's not yeah. even creepy because he's just so no. like openly like if he sees a woman he just like advances on her and starts <laughs> pawing at them and stuff. There's, there's even like an insinuation that he's shagging a horse by the end of it. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah. yeah, so um, so yeah, is this the best one of it that they've done? The March Brothers? Have you watched? I, I think so. I think this is the best one. Yeah, because like I say, satirically and everything, it stands up really well. Yeah. Um, like hundred. You think years of later, something like uh, the Great Dictator that Charlie Chaplin did? Yeah. This film about fascism. Or oh, there's that one, the Woody Allen one, where he's in that Banana Republic. Or oh, what's it called? Um, I don't know. He's a dickhead anyway. But let's just call it. And it called bananas. Uh, Oh, is it bananas? I was going to call it Rice Krispie Squares. I'll call it, let's just say it was called Dax. I like that because it tastes like clouds. Um, Yeah, so those kind of films with that kind of interesting kind of international political focus. Later on, obviously, you've got like Doctor Strangelove and stuff. Yeah. Um, But this film is interesting because it's about a country but it could be about anything really. This could be about like a golf, like a country club or something. Mm, like, yeah. <laughs> I think this scales to any kind of, or it could be about something even bigger. I don't know. Cause this film is just about those characters, isn't it? And you can, so. like you could drop them in any situation and they'd just I be mean, the same twats. <laughs> what is any government? If it's not just a big fucking country club though, do you know what I mean? Like true. Yeah, yeah, very true. it's pretty much spot yeah. on. Um, name yeah. of the country. Uh, um, in the is Fredonia, which is funny. Fredonia. Yeah, that's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's very Mel Brooks. That that's the yeah. sort of obviously it's not. It's very Marx Brothers, but that's the type of thing that appears. That vein, yeah. never. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so yeah, Groucho Marx was in the phone book. Apparently, did you know this? Right. So Groucho Marx lived to be like in his nineties or something. I think died on the, the same last... day as Elvis. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, no, that can't be then, because that's 1977. Maybe it was Groucho Marx, though. Hmm. Or maybe it was one of the... Yeah, don't forget, this is 33 and they all look about 50, yeah. don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. That's the class thing about any old video footage is until about 2005, everyone looked at least 20 years older than they actually were. You know, you see pictures of people in the 1970s who are in their late 20s and they look like they're pushing 50, you know. Um, everyone had shoulder-length chestnut brown hair um, and pints, pint pots, Um so yeah, um, yeah, it's great because it, it it's a great comedy film because it's old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's funny because it's different. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. And it does things like mad thing. It, it barely hangs together at times, but <laughs> it's just the commitment to the gags is just like yeah. nonstop. Uh, yeah, it's like a little fa- nonstop gags. Exactly. Yeah, and they didn't feel the need to make it two hours long, two and a half hours long either. It's yeah. a cool hour and ten minutes. So yeah. anyone can just enjoy it and just bang it on whenever. Yeah, um, and it's not, um, and the scenes aren't short either. Like there are no. there are sequences in the film which are like you know ten minutes long or eight minutes long. You know, they're, 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 it's all it's like a theatre production, and you can tell the um, the connective tissue is there to the old like music hall acts. You call it music hall acts in the UK, which were you know um, basically, I guess a long-running capitalist form of entertainment for and kind of by the working class. Um, and that tension between it being working-class culture but then also selling working-class culture, you know what I mean? That, diff- mm-hmm. that, kind mm-hmm. of, that kind of thing that you see now between art and commerce, basically, um, that existed. But it's interesting. Paul's, this is Paul's history bits and information, um, which is brought to you by, you know, the Range Rover, Um so, uh, yeah, it's really interesting, the history of culture and stuff. And seeing this, which is basically a stage play filmed, um, it's just amazing because the energy mm. of it is fucking class. You know, yeah, you're, you're watching yeah. takes that are like three minutes long or something of just riffing and gagging. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. a tour de force. A tour yeah. de force is what it is, yeah. And you know what? It really puts to bed that old bullshit as well about, um, well, you know, it's... You know, it, it's just a film of its time, so the humour's just, it's its a bit risque now. You couldn't necessarily make that now. You, do you know what I mean? Whereas the, there's like, there's no sort of like jokes at anyone's expense, is it? Except for the, the like, the idiots of the world they operate in, like the yeah. aristocracy and themselves. Yeah. That's, that's basically yeah. it. There's no yeah. sort of like, there's no like questionable like people rock up white people rock up dressed as indians and all that kind of shit yeah, and, yeah like yeah. just like bizarre there's nothing to scar this <clears throat> no. like i said the only thing is harpo's nakedly lustful <laughs> approach to all women that he meets but the thing is it's so well established that harpo is something other than human essentially you know he's something kind of primordial um so you have to it is no longer offensive it's so ridiculous that it is no you know I would argue very strongly that this is uh, bulletproof in that regard, but um, but yeah, it's well good. And at an hour, it's a lovely little treat. So what would you, because I watched this in the morning, like I say, late mm. morning. 
this is maybe a daytime film, isn't it? Oh, this you is de- most definitely a daytime film. It's a morning yeah. film. This, this morning is the, film. Yeah. this is the type of thing you put on on a Saturday morning when you're sort yeah, of like yeah. easing yourself in the weekend. You will not yeah, end yeah. up having a bad Saturday if you put this on in, on a Saturday morning. Yeah. You know, and you, uh, you know, we we listen to the Bangles song "Walk Like an Egyptian," and you like to live like an Egyptian too, Steve. And you have um, milk baths, just like the pharaohs used to do, because you told me that's what the pharaohs did. And you you squeeze some honey from the plastic honey bottle that you get from <coughs> Asta or whatever, um, and you sit there uh, and read the racing post. You might have a couple of tabs. Uh, right. You'll have a you know you'll you'll you know kind of uh, belatedly and reluctantly wash your body also. Mm-hmm. I do. I have a Turkish tea as well in one of the little yeah. glass, gla- those little, little glass, glass things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. glass cups. Yeah. Um, and I sit there and I'll tuck and I gesture at the paper. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll flick it, flick it with my fingers on the pages. Yeah, bloody, you'll see, um, and, you'll, and you'll say things like, yeah, bloody Albanians, bloody Bardley Council, bloody, bloody Albanians, got them verge of bankruptcy. Dad, you, you're reading the Racing Post. Uh, nothing, nothing. I'm not anyone. I'm no one. I'm no one. <laughs> Leave me now. Um, yeah. <laughs> So um, the brain's gone too far. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's good. Steve's deep bath with a couple of tabs. Saturday um, milk bath. Saturday mm. milk bath, just like the Pharaohs. Imhotep. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. I'll, I'll definitely watch this again with my kids. Um, and uh, yeah, do you miss recommend six? them all? Monkey do you, business. Do you miss? Do you miss oh, six? You? Yeah, of course I miss six. I miss six. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the time. Nothing quite like all a sick, is there? Oh, I, I do miss a, a lovely cig, yeah. Mm. Um, I, 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 I used to smoke rollies, and I really mm. miss the ritual of it. The ah. whole prepping it, rolling it, you know, just squidging yeah. the right amount of the backy inside. And, yeah, Cypress Hill. And I'm feeling that lovely cylindrical, the, mm. the right thinness, you know. Yeah, oh, tubular oh. bells. I would always oh. call it tubular bells, my cold field. First thing in the morning, on a sunny morning, when you take a brew on the back step with a cig. Oh. Yeah, be on the back stairs. Um, what a I breakfast. Think I think I am fully over cigarettes now. Like, the thought of smoking one makes me feel a bit ill. <clears throat> but it's just lodged inside my guts and brains. Um, yeah, because there's nothing like it. And fair play to the tobacco company. They gave people what they wanted. People wanted cigs. Because we all of us, let's not pretend, every, a few years ago, everyone in the world loved cigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and now some people in the world still do and some don't. But, um, yeah, there was no shortage of a market, let's just say. Um, it's mad, yeah. And now uh, you've got, like, vape sticks, which just seem like the Amstrad of cigarettes, don't they? Like, I just can't see vapes, like, vape. Things Is it like a digital watch to you or something like that? I, yeah, I just don't see it last. Mm. I, I think they'll be yeah. around for Casio. another like 10 years maybe and then I think the vape shops are going to empty. I think there's going to be yeah. a lot of retail space well, available. And once a few people start sprouting those years. extra heads that we're all worried about because um, it is weird because we're so used to things being shit it is weird when you get out basically out of the box you got an alternative to smoking everywhere overnight didn't you and it was basically instantly quite affordable yeah. Yeah. Um, and more affordable than smoking uh, in many if you know if you if you moderate um, it's really weird though like I don't understand I don't understand like I so if I go into a vape shop they're going to advise me like yeah yeah see this one this one like the vape on this mate you're going to like 
vape even more harder than the other vapes on this. <laughs> no, this is the Carlis de Crema. The Carlis de Crema. This is how, yeah, the Carlis one, the candy floss, because the floss is, uh, you know, like, can, uh, you know what I mean? Like candy floss and that. Uh, P.T. Barnum and that, you know what I mean? Greatest Snowman. That's my, honestly, I've been with my boys down to see Greatest Snowman. There's nothing like it. It's transformative, honestly. Hugh Jackman in a red jacket. Oh, my God, stop for my discuss. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. And so I went to Hugh Jackman, then my mind went to Wolverine, then I thought, oh, my God, I've approached Madness Ocean. Um, <laughs> so, um so yeah, what else do we have? Oh yeah, so Groucho Marx was in the phone book, and oh we right, so you could ring him up. Yeah, you could just ring him up. He lived in Los Angeles, the city of angels, uh, Angelinos. Um, he lived in some old folks' home. I don't know if it was one of those like old folks' home for old actors. I think it mm. might have been one of those. You know, one of those retirement homes they have in California for for actors. Um, and people used to phone him up, and people used to go visit him. And I can't remember which comedians it were. But when I remember it, I'll put it up on Twitter and that, and I'll tell you next episode, because it is really interesting. There's loads of people who were prominent. I, I thought it was later, but maybe it was the 70s, who got, like, direct, detailed comedy advice from Groucho Marx. He would just yeah, talk. Well, um, what was it? Is it Shep, Shep Gordon? Um, yeah, yeah. The super, super Uberminch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he when he was starting out, he represented Alice Cooper and Groucho Marx, yeah, yeah. and he um, he had to put them up one night in the same hotel room. And yes. basically, Alice Cooper said, um, watching TV with Groucho Marx is was one of the greatest commentaries that he'd ever had because it <laughs> no was basically way. just a, because he basically knew everyone in showbiz, so he was just like, yeah. He's gay, he's gay, he's gay. Oh he tried to fuck Carpo's girlfriend, he did fuck Carpo's girlfriend, <laughs> and just like. <laughs> <laughs> just like going off on the, the oh, TV. Apparently it was amazing. That is amazing. Can you imagine Alice spending Cooper's one night in a cramped space with Groucho Marx? It'd be yeah. amazing, but absolutely exhausting yeah. of it. <clears throat> I think he would bark orders at you and he would tell you to get things and he would be quite brusque and basically rude, but he would just be really funny. Uh, and so you would just laugh and do it. You know what I mean? Like I think he would yeah. probably be quite... Quite a tough hang if he wasn't also like the funniest, quickest man you've ever, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. at 80, he must have still been, because apparently he was like still together yeah. well into old age. Yeah, apparently. So, yeah. Um, he was born so four years good. after the American Civil War, which is mad. <laughs> Jesus. I hate that. When somebody puts it in generational terms or whatever, and you realise, oh yeah. my god, there's only like fifteen goes back to cave people. Oh shit! Um, yeah. So um, yeah, that's good. Um, We've all got the same so, mum, really. <laughs> Everyone on the planet. If we go back, she's a biggin. That reminds me of I don't know why because I said biggin. The bit in The Simpsons where Bart thinks he's going to grow up to be, like, super fat. And remember, he's, like, lying on the couch. <laughs> says, I wash myself with a rag on the stick. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. But, yeah, um, maybe we should do classics, because this is kind of like a <clears throat> a feature-length episode of The Simpsons in many ways, isn't it? Like, classic, yeah. you know, there's something... So many characters in The Simpsons are kind of like Groucho Marx or yeah. Chicolino or whatever, like, wisecracking, yeah. you know, like Lionel Hutz or... Especially those old Phil Hartman characters, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. so maybe is, could we talk Simpsons on the pod sometime? I don't know. Classic yeah, Simpsons. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Reckon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll just treat it the same way we do with Partridge and Bottom. Um, not yeah. Partridge, uh, Partridge and Curb. You know, we'll, we mm. can we're just constant, 
it's never present in The Simpsons, and there's just way it's too much of it to dive. Yeah, but like you say, maybe we can do the old episode. Yeah, it's like putting a little bit of cumin in your fucking meatballs or whatever, you know what I mean? A little bit, you know, don't fuck, no, don't fuck me about, it's just come from fucking council estate, fucking, fucking up Giles Day, I can't fuck, you know what I mean? And yeah, I like a bit of art cuisine. Seno, uh, Seno, who was your favourite Marx brother? Seno, <laughs> was it Groucho? <laughs> this is funny because, yeah, our team's just making the meatballs with the cumin. Seno, was it, was it Harpo? Sal- You'll kill, kick yourself. It's fucking Zeppo. Zeppo's the funniest. <laughs> oh, don't you know? Oh, I thought you were the big fan. I thought you were the big fan. And thus, <laughs> a Mancunian man grinds down another victim. Uh, it's all power plays. Everything in Manchester is just constant verbal power plays, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just trying to one-up everyone. There's a little bit in this when uh, Groucho goes, goes all mank when... Uh, he uh, when he gets himself wound up and then off to war, basically because uh, he uh, he imagines a slight against his name that the oh that's it he yeah. he he, he, he <coughs> made, through his verbal fucking maze that he takes you through he convinces himself that the the head of another country has refused to shake his hand just by making a yeah. joke about him not shaking his hand and then yeah, the guy yeah. walk and then the head of the country walks in and he's like. Fuck you, we're going to walk. You, you refused. How dare you refuse to shake my hand? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. <clears throat> and but then, um, uh, yeah. later on, when he says after they had the argument, the diplomats called him like three things, and then he says, "Oh, he said, oh well, f- we'll forget about it all now." And then he says, "Oh, what, what was it? What was it you called me again?" And he says, "A uh, swine." And he says, "No, no, no, <laughs> the, 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 something else, something else." And he says, "Like a cad or something." And then he says, "No, no, no, what's that?" And he says, uh, uh, "An upstart." And he goes, "Upstart." <laughs> yeah, and he says, <laughs> his fucking glove out again and fucking smacks him across the face. He's just like. <laughs> the end of the film is there. Like the film mm. says, right here, we're going to end here, and then he mm. just completely, actively <laughs> fucks everything up for no reason other than his own entertainment. Yeah, I love as well that um, Harpo adopts a mentality that I've adopted many times in my life, um, especially when it's come to fixing shit around the house and stuff like that. When um, Groucho gets a water jug stuck on his head. And they try pulling it off, and Harpo just thinks, fuck it, and draws uh, Groucho's face yeah. on the jug instead. Yeah. yeah, and didn't you think when you saw that, what did you think that looked like? <laughs> what, the jug? Yeah. What do you mean? Did it not give you any Frank Sidebottom fucking vibes, that jug? Yes, sorry, yeah, of course it did, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah, it, and yeah. I was just like, oh my God, because it's, <laughs> it's got that kind of weirdly oversized, yes. like it's just a bit too big. <laughs> It's just a bit too big. And the same thing with Frank Sidebottom's head. The head is just a little bit too massive. Um, um, so, yeah, uh, and um, <laughs> you get a lot of Phil Hendry from the Marx Brothers as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah um, definitely. Especially from the two, obviously not the, the non-verbal character, but the uh, again, just that tradition of the kind of conversational, wise-cracking, gag-telling um kind of comedy tradition is is one of the great american comedy like mark twain the simpsons mm. phil hendry this like these are really significant figures in the in the history like the proper history of comedy oh yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's american, like, like we so saying you can and see the ripples. an ethnic american as well yeah yeah you, you can see the ripples can't you uh no just agreeing that you can see the the sort of ripples from this to nearly touching upon every sort of comedy, yeah. like, from the 70s onwards. Yeah, um, everything. 
And you'd think as well with it being as old as it is that it might be a bit hacky, and it's really not. It's not at all. Yeah. It, like, no. cause you, and, like you say, you can listen to Groucho tell a joke and you think, huh, that's funny. But then, like, your head processes Groucho's jokes. Like, like it's like um, when, when you go to watch football and someone kicks a ball and you really couldn't, like, echo around the stadium about, like, half a second later. You know what I mean? That's the, <laughs> that's the thought process you go through when Groucho tells a joke because you find yes. Groucho will stop talking and you just go, <laughs> and realise what the fuck he just said, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, um, and that's the thing is, this film does so much and it's so daring. It does so many different kinds of gags. And the danger with looking at classics, because this is Paul and Steve's classics corner CC, um, carbon copy. Um, this is our sin, whatever. Um, there's uh there's a danger when you look at classics because you look at them behind a pane of glass. You know what I mean? It's like when yeah, you go yeah. to the art gallery and there's the big fucking velvet rope. What's Alex? You don't trust me. Just because I fucking got put in for GBA, you don't trust me near the Mona Lisa. Come on, that little fucking way, you know. Costs a lot of fucking money, you know. Fucking Paris and that. Yeah, get to the fuck. Get to the fuck. He'd be the type of guy who'd, who'd do the kind of, you better call the police because I'm about to fucking do something. <laughs> It's a good job you got velvet rope, because I, I, I would fuck shit up. You're right now. You're right now. Oh, this velvet, you've invited me to Lenny Kravitz's antechamber. Oh, no, it's fucking, oh, you're not going to get fucking now. Not the Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is like the Conservative Party. No one admits to liking it, but somehow it's successful and has been for years. Um, so riddle me that, Daddy. Um, yeah. So, um, Mark's Brothers is good. Loads of different kinds of gags, like I say. Um, and you have to look at it as like a living document. You know what I mean? And, it, and, and yeah. because it is, it is, is a, like a theatre performance. Oh, and yeah. there are sequences, obviously, that you can only do in films. But by and large, it is, you know, you could reproduce this on a stage. Yeah. Um, so it shows that, because that's one of my things about Paul's History Corner, which we're back in now, fucking hell, back here again, um, we're plash, um, is that pop culture hasn't really changed all that much. And culture hasn't changed all that much. If you look at a newspaper, the fr- get the Manchester Guardian newspaper from 1869, because 69 is funny, sex act, and uh, just read it. And it's just the same shit that's in the paper now. And, like, mm. jokes are the same as they've been for ages as well. You know, like... Um, it's good to f- reconnect with l'histoire uh, of it all and to know where we've all come from. We're all made of stars, Daddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very nicely put. Sorry, what's it? <coughs> oh, God. Got fucking cold. And it's like, because my body's so shocked about having a cold, because, yeah. you know, I, that we've, we, this is old ground, we've talked about this before, but, mm-hmm. yeah, my body just doesn't know what to do with itself. It's like... yeah. Who, who's this that's coming here yeah, then? Yeah. Do we? What do we do? Do we, yeah, do we kick it out or do we yeah, make it a cup of tea? Yeah, like, Are you here for yeah, longer? Like, what? Coming. It makes me think they, it's, uh, they've invited them out to the rotisserie chicken place at the Berry Indoor Market. But what we know, and the you don't know if you've never been there, is that it's right next to a nail shellacking place. So you get the smell of beautiful, delicious cooked chicken right next to the smell of burning flesh and shellac. Um, and, and my God, our bodies are that dumb now because they've not been around anyone for two years. They probably are actively inviting diseases in um, daily. Um, come in, come into the bum hole. Come in, no, come on, it's very for all years. 
they're like the birds of paradise um, around um, the islands of like fucking New, uh, New Zealand and stuff that were yeah, they were yeah. all wiped South out Pacific. by the sailors' cats when the, <laughs> when all the sailors let the cats off the boats because all the birds are like ah yeah what's your name what'd you do um, <laughs> the um, the feeling can you imagine the human feeling <clears throat> and this is the thing like. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In Listoire, because I'm a liberal lad, and so I was in that kind of world of history, and people on the left tend to like dismiss things like the British Empire. Mm. They'll say things like the evil empire. You know, that's quite that's a fairly common phrase, right? Things like that. You can't dismiss the oppressors or the agents of empire. You know what I mean? Whoever mm. they are, you have to engage with them too because they're part of the story and it's a complex thing. But can I just say, imagine the feeling when they realised they'd killed the last one. What <laughs> the last bird? You've got like five hundred lads on a beach running mm. around, pissing and shitting, and like playing fucking cricket or something, smacking each other and falling asleep. And they suddenly realise they've murdered all of the animals on the island. The be- and they realise that's it now. The cats think maybe just keep coming back. Like, like please, brother. <laughs> out of the fucking. It's like in uh, in the raid. They're like they're just like dragging birds of paradise off slowly and counting the vests. <laughs> Eighteen thousand, I count. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and loads of in like contact times when Europeans first travelled to North America, and you know the common cold would wipe out huge yeah. swathes of Native Americans mm-hmm. because the routes that they the Europeans were travelling on were like well travelled routes. They were like um, courier routes, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. the different tribes had couriers, basically fast running lads. Um, so because people were coming up and down these routes that they were traveling, um, the diseases that they were carrying went ahead of them. And so the Europeans would go riding into a place, a valley, and just find hundreds of dead bodies just in front of them, dead and dying people up. wherever they went. So you think of it from the Native American side and think of it from the, you know, you've got one event that's experienced so differently by two groups of people who are one of whom is to blame, but is also weirdly kind of blameless. And yeah. the other one is fucking completely blameless. Yeah, um, and just destroyed by it. Absolutely yeah. destroyed. It's yeah, mad, isn't it? Man. I don't know. Like the psychology of coming to North America. Because even now, if I'm in BC and I'm next to the forest at night, it's a bit scary. And all there was was forest when the Europeans came. <clears throat> yeah, and so many well, of them would have stood under a pissing uh, down rain under a tree and thought, "Oh my god, I might kill yeah. myself tonight." Well, there's a place in um, BC somewhere, I can't remember exactly where it was, um, <coughs> but it's called like, I think it's called like the Funeral Plains or something like that, and oh, it's right. just like um, a bunch of settlers went there, and then an explorer was uh, went out there and then just found all the settlers dead, because they just had a, a bad flu that winter. And everyone just died out, and yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone in the sort of settlement just yeah was just dead, and that yeah. was it, and that was the end yeah. of that settlement. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking mad. There are interesting, like there's a field of history called micro history, right? Small history, like Lego, um, and it started in like the 1970s in Italian language historical journals, um, and became well micro history can be anything really but a lot of the classics are about um villages uh small places weird places um you mostly like italy and in mainland europe i would say and uh micro history is really interesting because when you look at like a unit like that g unit tony yayo um you can really kind of dig down into things from records like census records and property <coughs> records things like well whatever um, but what you learn is that the past was different than the present, I think. Oh, yeah. That's the main yeah. thing I've learned from history is that, like, people's brains were different, like, 200 yeah. years ago. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, experience yeah. time differently, the environment differently, land, other people. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Like, um, I've only pre- just started you know. to sort of come to appreciate that from reading that book that you recommended, uh, Imagine Communities, where it talks yeah, about Benedict how people Anderson. in, like, the medieval times used to view um, the past and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also as well as speaking to Maya the other day and like I think one the like a couple of her grandparents they they just had to guess when their birthdays was because they didn't really mm-hmm. actually know when their birthdays was because it wasn't yeah, really yeah. a big deal or anything and going back just like three generations it's like and then I started thinking it was like yeah birthdays have probably only been around for like a <laughs> hundred years or something like nobody yeah. actually probably gave a fuck before that and nobody yeah, could yeah. actually pinpoint the date or anything because it was yeah. just like probably a relief that they made it out <laughs> alive <laughs> oh, out of the soup think of this mirrors are fairly new inventions so most people who've ever lived didn't have a mirror. So what do you do with your face when you don't have a mirror? I don't like... I talked previously about how I like COVID times because I like to wear a mask because I have public anxiety about having a face in public. Um, mm. It causes me anxiety to have a face around other people um, and display emotion on it and things like, you know, whatever. So I like the mask. But... Um, so I'm constantly looking in mirrors because I'm vain and I think I'm pretty. Um, so, yeah, what did you do before mirrors? Yeah, I know. What did we do before masks? Those British, like, it's so nice to have to put our teeth on display, isn't it? We're, yeah, absolutely. We're out and about. Absolutely. So have a normal um, conversation and think, they're looking at my teeth, they're looking at yeah. my teeth, they're the brown, probably the looking at my yellow teeth Yellow and brown, right the brown, the brown, yellow and brown. <coughs> yeah, what, um, yeah, especially yeah, over here. But my teeth are so bad relative to Canadians that I am a bit of a curio. Um, people like to come and touch the hem of my skirt as I walk past, just like they did with Jesus Chris, who was my favourite Christ, um, who was my favourite character in the Bible. Um, so we speaking of Bibles. This has been a bit of a a ghetto gospel uh, of the Bible of duck soup. So yeah, should we wrap it up? What do you reckon? Let's let's wrap 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 it up. Yeah, sure. What should we do? Wrapping up. I say, watch Duck Soup because it's an hour long. Yeah, exactly. It's good fun. It's another film, and you're welcome, everyone. That you can just watch with the uh, with the sound off, isn't it? You know. Um, yeah. I'm sure, I think sleeping with the light on. Busted. <clears throat> See if we've got any more notes. Um, Remember, busted. Yeah, I do. Yeah. He said, "I've been to the year three thousand. Not much has changed, but they live underwater." Come on, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. 
what's happened in a thousand years? Don't fuck me about. You've been to the year 3000. Tell yeah. me what, I, you know, a great and many you've, things have changed. You met your great, great, great granddaughter. Great. That's yeah. that's three greats. That's, yeah, she's that, probably about I mean, life expectancy is brilliant. How did they get, how, like, what's the, what's the advancement there? Um, <coughs> Can I just say if... Um, if the Tesla boy, if Botox Tesla boy comes out with a pill that makes me live to 400, my first and only answer is no thank you. Oh, <laughs> no thank you, mate. Elon. I'm ready Elon. to check out. Elon Musk. <clears throat> From um, dawn till Musk. What are you looking up? Notes. Fuck the notes. I was just, because you normally ask me about this time what's coming up next, so I was just having a look what oh, you've written yeah. in the doc, and you put Ubermensch. Yeah, should we watch Ubermensch? What's Ubermensch? The film about Shep Gordon. That's really weird. I didn't know. I didn't look at my note. I didn't look at the docs. I swear to God, I did not look at my docs before I mentioned Shep Gordon. And this is the first time I've thought about Shep Gordon in about, I don't know, since I've, uh, yeah. Well, that's not weird. I wrote Ubermensch after you said Shep Gordon. Oh, you bastard. Oh, I I thought that was a, that was a strange coming together. No, 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 you said it and then I heard it. What do you think? I've not watched it. Is it poddable? It seems poddable. Yeah, right, let's do it. Fuck it, yeah. Because we could talk about Mike Myers a bit, because he was the... Yeah. Did he direct it, or did he produce yeah, it? Yeah, I think well? he made it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Alice yeah. Cooper was involved as a producer, maybe, or something like that. I think the... Yeah. I think that, anyway, because the story is that everyone likes him, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. Cooper. Yeah, because he had, like... He was hanging out with um, fucking Jody Mitchell, and um, what's his name? The the lad that, you know, sicked up in the bath. and Jim Morrison. Yeah, that's the one. And mm-hmm. um, Jimi Hendrix and all that, wasn't he? He was hanging out yeah. in the hotel with him. An interesting guy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, very good. Yeah, let's do that. I have so little interest in Jim Morrison. And to be honest, I listened to Jimi Hendrix again a few months ago and I don't know. Don't even yeah. ask anymore about Hendrix. I think I listened to it. Maybe I've listened to it too much. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think it's one of those things that's sort of very much... Um, something I'm glad I listened to Dylan and all them lot in my teens mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I can still listen to Dylan a bit now, yeah, but yeah. I feel like it definitely sort of resonated with me more in my teens than it does now. I feel yeah, like yeah. now I just like I, I just you know I'm, I'm okay now. I don't feel like I have to sort of like fight the world. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna cut down a mountain or anything. I'm just uh, I'm just getting on with yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so kind of, I find as well a lot of people that are still really into Hendrix into their like forties mm-hmm. and fifties. Yeah, are a bit. They're the same type of people that like to tell you about how Zeppo Marx was actually the funniest one. And yeah, the, yeah. Um, there's a whiff yeah. of um, there's a whiff of Tory about it. I think isn't there? And the right, yeah. the correct yeah. real ale that you should be drinking, and the, yes, the, the ones yes, that you precisely. like, the the sort of like. The lager, the mainstream lager that you like, that's actually yeah. not nice. That's no. not nice. You don't like and they, that. And they've ripped you off and they've pulled the wool over your eyes. But I haven't. And I'll go into detail about what I did. I will leave no clues for you, but I will tell you how free I am of the whole artifice that I'm obsessed with talking about. Yeah. Would, um, would you drink there? What was that? Recorder League? That's all just that pop, lad. Eh? Okay? <laughs> you, well, you get an iron brew next. You do the same for you. No, look, you're listening to the old times now. <clears throat> You young lads, you know a thing or two. But, uh, you know, Ollie, uh, what do you think about United anyway? What do you think? <laughs> it's not going wrong, in it? I can't fucking score. I, got, I don't know, but 
You know what I mean? Ronaldo was back. He was there before, wasn't he? Wasn't he there in the 50s or something? I don't know. Or Dennis Filer. Does he play for us now? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I fucking know. But we might win the Champions League anyway. Um, all right. It's, anyway, I can't. I've got to go. He, he confuses me, Ronaldo, though, because he looks sexually androgynous and like a sexual predator <laughs> all rolled into one. I don't understand it when I look at him. It makes me confused. I just, I just think Martin Bashir should spend a few days with him. Try and dig down a bit, do you know what I mean? Because he did it with that fucking Jackson, you know, remember him, Jacko? I did it with him, cut him down, and you don't know, but then, and you can't, you know what I mean? And you're on the Daily Mail and that, and the stuff they're doing, and people who are coming over here from, you know, wherever, Poland and that, Pakistan and that. Ah, I hate it. I just, I'm so full of hatred. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Salford, Dad. <coughs> Sorry again, everyone. So, the... yeah. So, all right. You got anything else to say to the boys and girls? Got to go. I, I, I don't. I just, um, just you know, it's um. Stay safe, well, this will be right. coming to him on Wednesday, won't it? So you'll be mm. getting this on Wednesday, not Monday. It's Monday yeah. here now at this time. Um, yeah, I'm off on my holiday vacation, and I don't care about <laughs> the life that you live anymore. Um, but I do. We'll be there again. Um, so yeah, should we just say bye then? Do you know any good lines or anything we could say? Like you know, this week, you know what I mean? Like something like the Daily Mash. Oh yeah, what what would they say? It's yeah. sign off with something good. Oh, I know what people would be doing. <clears throat> Can what? I guess? Yeah. People on the internet now are probably doing vaguely ironic but pathetically sincere things about how the Ukrainian president is fit. Oh yeah, you know stuff yeah, like sure. that. You know, mm-hmm. um, women are babing out on the booming are babing out on the Ukrainian man, and we're totally here for the duration of it. Um, pathetic, you're a loser. Yeah. There'll be we're, we're about three seconds away from a BuzzFeed article that says um, the Ukrainian uh, that uh, is it Zelensky. Um, yeah. Zelensky is a heartthrob. Thinks he's a president. Um, that that's the BuzzFeed oh, article. Where it was oh. so close, and we're totally you know, here for it as well. That's so achingly accurate. That makes my heart ache, just like a Smith song, because it's not real, but it's so close to being real that I accept it as such. Um, right? Okay. He's a top lad, though, and well done to him. He is. Uh, he's actually doing. You know. Yeah. Fair, he's fair, not pl- he- fair bollocks to him. Yeah. He's really, really recontextualised his career in the last decade. And it's nice to pivot and reorient, but I wish he wasn't such a fucking mad cunt. Um, <laughs> it is hard with him, but I don't know. The art, not the artist, right? You have to. Because every artist, so many, especially <clears throat> great artists, they're just... Yeah. They're, you know, they're, bad, the, they're bad men. The Klitschkos, the Klitschkos have come back to fight. And... Uh, <clears throat> Um, <laughs> you know, the it's going to be his took the like I know for Vlad it's going to be his hardest contest since the son I think the son with uh, Tyson Fury. I feel like what I, what I don't know about international diplomacy hasn't even been invented yet. So sit down now. <laughs> I'm going to bring him in. We're going to come in watch a raid with kebabs, and then Mr. Putin. Come with me down Calador. I got something to show on, on my belt. I show him all my belts and my pictures with Keith Chegwin and all, you know, um, uh, 
Schofield, Paul, uh, Phil Schofield, who's gay, but you know, Jesus' name. Um, Jesus protects him. To God goes the glory, Jesus' name. <laughs> and we go into the sauna, Jesus' name, sit down, and you and Mr. Biden sit there, uh, and whoever whoever leaves first is a loser, like Klitschko was, and whoever stays to end is me, Tyson Fury, Gypsy King, Jesus' name. <laughs> why you bring? Why why you bring me here? Why you bring me here? Uh, Jesus name. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to repeat all of that. Get the cloth out of your ears. <clears throat> I imagine that Tyson Fury would fully take up a uh, dinner party request to go and have um, dinner with Putin. So in a form of like Putin, sort of like PR wars kind of thing. Um, yeah. And he'd have Steven Seagal on one side and Tyson Fury on the other <laughs> side of his thing. And I reckon there'd be a, definitely a bit of friction there where like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fury would be making a point that what he does is in the films and Seagal yeah, would be yeah. trying to like like come out with that Hint bullshit about his kind of semi-mystical powers. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. lots of old men talking, lots of towns around the world, lots of drinking spots, Jesus' name. And I've just found another one here. When you're Gypsy King, Jesus' name, fighting champ to God go to glory. Uh, see, yeah, because um, you know, um, I, uh, I killed a gypsy by looking at him once, you know. I can't tell you how I did it, but... <laughs> It's something they, they teach us in the Black Ops. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jesus' name. You was never in no Black Ops. And uh, Tanzvaro would definitely do that. He would just go, you was never in no Black Ops. You were, go- you were something once, maybe something on the silver screen, Jesus' name. To God, God's glory. Yeah, you can be... That's, that's very the- true in a way because we call them ghost ops. Uh, <laughs> level above Black Ops, actually. Um, Listen, uh, but we only ghost really, I know. Even be talking about that. It's, uh, it's state secrets. I've told Vlad everything about He needs to know about the Navy SEALs. And he's basing his whole uh, army's intel on, yes, on the information. He's really influential. And Putin would just be like, yes, yes, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> Stephen, yeah. Listen. Uh, yeah, um, the only ghost I have in my house is the ghost of Jesus Christ, Jesus' name. Uh, and occasionally I call a piece of toast Holy Ghost, because that's funny. In Jesus' name, God goes to glory. Um, <laughs> just Tyson Fury. I bet Tyson Fury spent a full 24-hour day in that sauna, hasn't he? <laughs> he did it in preparation for Klitschko. Because Vlad left, and he went, right, Tyson, it's time to be Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> now, I ain't leaving 10 minutes after him. That's a mug's game. I'm staying here another eight or sixteen hours. Got some frozen and pizzas coming, Jesus' name. Let's go, Mark. Come back and claim he's going to win. He'll claim that I left if he comes back in. So <laughs> you can't, you can't kid a kidder. Tyson's not leaving. Tyson's staying here for another eighteen hours at least. Now, got my game boy colour, Jesus' name. Um, but the thing about Tyson Fury is he's so strong in his brain he could just sit and stare at a wall for 18 hours and probably be fine and just kind of meditate on punching people's heads in you know <laughs> he's so perfect he's so hard and so perfect yeah, um, yeah right I gotta go yeah alright bye see ya Come on, see you later and enjoy it yeah yeah I'm enjoying it yeah Jesus name <sighs> What could we do to end the ep? We, we've done about five things. It, you, yeah. it, the logical Gilding closing the point has, has yeah. gone. Has gone. Living on the lighted stage yeah. approaches the unreal. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. With that whole thing now with the hobbits oh, back in their village looking at each other. <laughs> Jesus, I was thirsty. <clears throat> yeah.